Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> we are in week five. Welcome back, friends, to No Greater Love, the movement. I thank you guys. I thank you guys for coming on once again. If this is your first time, welcome to week five of No Greater Love. Um, today, honestly, has been very challenging for me. <laughs> the struggle to get this episode out has been so real, let me tell you. So I don't know which one of y'all out here need to hear this. Whoever it is that needs to hear it, just know <laughs> I almost didn't air it, okay, because this is not easy. I've, I've committed to being consistent in airing my podcast every Saturday, once a week, every week, right? And for whatever reason, today was just, outrageous. you know, I, I wake up in the morning, I have this moment of peace, I pray, like, you know, try to focus, I get the quiet, and it's just, today was just out of sorts. And um, almost bringing me to a point of saying, you know what? I'm not even going to do it this week. But then I remember that this is not about me. And that encourages me or forces me. I'm not going to say encourages me. <laughs> forces me to be consistent. When I realize that it's not about me, it pushes me to being consistent, sticking to what I said I would do, um, which sidebar has been a struggle for me with consistency. Um, but when you finally get to a place of realizing that it's not about you and the mission that you're doing and whatever it is that you're focused on is not just about you, then you develop a sense of consistency. How does that work? How does that look like? Uh, what does that look like? Um, you work every day. You commit to going to work every day and punching that clock to get into work. Why? Because you realize that punching that clock, working those hours, doing what you do is not about just you. Even if you don't have any kids, even if you don't have family to come around you, even if you don't have anything but you, still getting up and going to work every day is not just about you. There is some purpose, some mission, something that needs to take place and it's imperative for us to get up and get moving for it to get done. I mean, in my case, you know, my mission, my purpose, I know is to share my story with whoever I am, you know, supposed to connect with so that they in turn can understand how to overcome and be better and, 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 maybe not go through what I went through or even 
go through what I went through and when they see the obstacles, they know how to handle it. So it's important that we focus on our mission, on what our purpose is, so that we can accomplish the things that we're called to do, right? But that's not even what we're talking about today. <laughs> we are in week five, and today, <laughs> how did I start that? It's like already, we're already five minutes in. I need to get moving. Um, we are in week five of No Greater Love. Um, most importantly, I want everyone, everyone to, who's listening to this podcast, Click on the notifications button. That's that bell. It looks like a, a, yeah, well, it looks like a bell. It's a bell on the top right corner of your screen. And that bell notifies you every time I put a new episode out. And even if you don't have time to listen to it right then and there, I am sure of it that there is going to come a time during your travels while you're driving on the road or while you're cleaning the house or while you're cooking dinner that you say, ooh, I should listen to an episode of No Greater Love. And whatever episode you choose, whether it be I prefer all of them or whichever one, you click on that and I am sure, I am positive that there is something in that episode that God has for you, okay? So, Moving right ahead, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the attitude of expectation and the different ways of it. So the attitude of expectation for me, um, there's a good side of it and there's a bad side of it. So when we talk about the attitude of expectation, I have to go back to um, my childhood growing up. Um, growing up, we, you know, when we talk about um, how we were raised, my sister and I, it was just two of us in the house. Um, it was two of us in the house and my mom and dad when we were raised, my mom was really more of the religious person. She was Pentecostal. Um, I want to say, wait, was she Pentecostal or either protestant? One of those. Um, she was, she was very, which, which would be the more, uh, more, I would say more, more by the book, you know, by the book. Yeah long skirts. I don't know. For those of you who know the different types of religions, Baptist, Pentecostal, Protestant, you know that generally a Protestant or a Pentecostal religion, that, that part of Christianity is all Christianity following Christ, but that part is a little bit more conservative. That's the word I'm looking for, conservative. So my mom was really a conservative Christian. And so growing up, we knew that, you know, it was just everything had to be, you know, do what you have to do before God or else. And that's what we were taught. You do this right or else. And so my sister will attest to it. And if you keep listening to these episodes coming up, I'm going to have one of the episodes. I'll be on here with my sister. We'll be able to go back and forth and talk about what life was like being <laughs> 
in that household and uh, that'll be funny, okay? But for right now, I can tell you that growing up, we, we were always taught. And now there, there's some good sides to, to that. And, um, and there are some negatives. We grew up knowing that if we did what we were supposed to do before God, this is what's supposed to occur. If you do what you're supposed, this is what you're supposed to get in return. So the trouble with having that mindset is that you can easily get lost in figuring out where is God's mercy? Where is God's grace? Because he has a whole lot of it. But growing up in that type of knowledgement, I want to say growing up, and I'm trying to kind of give it to you the way I know, you know, how I know it was given to me. So trying to grow up in that type of environment, if you're not careful, you know that you, you, you know that you do certain things and this is what's going to come of it. And if that doesn't, if, if the result isn't what you think the result is supposed to be, then that in turn is a punishment. So that's where it goes wrong at. Because we grew up thinking that if we did things according to God's will, purpose, plan, or whatever it is that God said we're supposed to do, this is what was going to result of it. And if we didn't get this result, then this was God's punishment for us. Do this or else. You do that or else. If you don't act right, he ain't going to give you this. But the misconception that comes from that is that somewhere along the lines, we lose the beauty of who God is. And that is a God of grace and mercy. And in these last couple of years, I would say about five years, six years, I've come to understanding what that mercy and grace means. Didn't always know what it was. Didn't even know. I don't know. Like you think because I know who God is, I'm supposed to know that he shows mercy. He shows grace. But that wasn't always the case. In my mind, I had to do things according to a certain plan. And if I didn't get the result that I was looking for, then I was being punished. Do you know what kind of prison that feels like? It's a mental prison of thinking you have to walk a straight line. And if you don't walk that straight line, nothing but bad is going to come your way. Oh God, if you, if you partake in, you know, being committed to this marriage and then the marriage ends in divorce. Oh my God, everything is downhill from there. Oh my God, if you 
raise the child to the best of your ability and, and you raised that child to the best of your ability and you prayed for that child and you sat and did Bible study with that child and that child didn't go to uh, the top college that you expect, expected for that child to go to or didn't, or didn't do this or didn't accomplish that. Oh my God, this is the punishment. You're getting some sort of punishment because you fell short because of that Friday, because of that Friday when you didn't take them to Bible study. That's what that punishment was. Absolutely not, guys. Absolutely not. Our God is bigger than that. Our God is greater than that. Today, we focus on being grateful and thankful for who our God is right in the middle of where we're at because the God what is going to motivate us to be grateful and thankful for who God is is remembering that he is also a merciful God a God of grace what does this mean for someone who has never stepped foot in a church or opened up a Bible let me tell you what it means it means that in the natural sense, when we live in this earth, we commit a crime, there's a direct consequence for it. You do dirt, you're going to get dirt, <laughs> what they always say, right? You commit a crime, you're going to jail. All right, sometimes you ain't even commit a crime, you're going to jail, but that's a whole nother story. But there is a direct consequence and that usually the consequence matches what you did. You did something terrible. That consequence is about to be terrible. So I grew up saying this, thinking this and even teaching this that you don't do this right. Be prepared for the wrath that's coming after. If you don't act right, Oh, God forbid, God forbid you fall off. Oh, you about to deal with a consequence to come after that. And, and, and never, never understanding the mercy of God. Am I saying that? What does that mean? Even though I've committed this crime, and, and, and we're not going to go towards the, 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 the big crimes of today, injustice and killing and hurting people. Well, let's talk about just something small. Even though I cheated on my test or even though I did the, yeah, yeah, there's a consequence for every action, good or bad. There is a consequence. But understanding that the God that we love and serve loves us so much that he knows our, our hearts. He knows your heart when you went through or did what you did. What I did, what I, what I, he knew my mental space when I did or did not do the things that I was supposed to do. So because of him knowing me, not you knowing me, not her thinking she know me, not him thinking he know me, but because God knows me, 
those things that I did or did not do, ultimately, ultimately, God will allow his mercy, grace. I can actually walk out of here. Maybe I didn't do, maybe I didn't study like I was supposed to study for this exam. I, I knew I was supposed to study for the exam, but I didn't. I didn't study I didn't because I was caught up because such and such called and I got distracted. But God, I really meant it in my heart. I really wanted to. And, and, and this distraction pulled me and I knew better and I should have did better, but I fell short. God, I'm, I'm genuinely sorry. I really know I should do better. So I walk out of that door. What used to be me was a person who walked out of that door feeling defeated because I knew that I would fail that exam because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Well, guess what God showed me? God showed me. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. God showed me that even though I wasn't as prepared as I should have been. Even though I wasn't as prepared as I should have been because he knew my heart. When I walked out that door, when I thought I was going to fail, God turned it around for me. And not only did I pass, but I passed with flying colors. Okay? Y'all hear me? Y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm saying to you, the misconceptions that we deal with of thinking that we don't walk this route this way, we don't go straight down the path this way, we don't walk, do not get in a mindset in thinking that there's an automatic failure that's going to come from that. God is a God of mercy. He is a God of grace. He sent this man down. He sent himself, himself as a man down to become Jesus Christ, to take that punishment for us being who we are. And while there is a consequence for every action here on earth, good or bad, but don't beat yourself up. I beat myself up for years. I made my own outcomes based on what I thought I knew. I walked out the door feeling defeated because I thought because I didn't walk a straight line, there was no way I was going to win out there. And God is saying, not so, not my child. You may have stumbled, but you're still going to win. You may have fallen short, but you still win. It's the same thing when it comes to our own kids. At the end of the day, they may have messed up and didn't do their chores or didn't do what they were supposed to do. But when they walk out that door, you still love them. You still love them with everything in you. 
And while you know the consequence of them not washing them dishes is that they're going to be put because <laughs> Kayla, Charles, Ava, they all know. My other one, she's, she's out the house. <laughs> she don't have to worry about that. But they know there's a consequence for not doing your chores. But that doesn't stop the never ending love that I have for them. It doesn't stop the fact that I want to see them win. It doesn't stop the fact that I will do everything in my power to make sure they win. That is God's love for us. God loves us so much that he will do everything in his power to make sure we win even when we fall short. Choose to put him first. Show your gratitude right where you're at. Give thanks even when it doesn't look right. I feel like I've, I've kind of went off what I was supposed to go on, but choose, choose to give thanks right where you're at. But understand that God's mercy, his grace, it may not, not, not look like how it's supposed to look, right? But he still loves you and he's got you. I came on today, y'all, to talk about being grateful. Grateful in the midst of adversity. I don't know where all of this came from. But I know that there's someone that needs to hear that. And I'm telling you that there is mercy and that there is grace on the other end, even when you didn't walk that straight line. There's a scripture you can look up that talks about God's gratefulness, and that's in Psalm 95, 1 through 3. And remember that in our hearts are our own plans. We plan our own course, but the Lord himself establishes all of our steps. That's in the word. I think that's, in, yeah, that's in Proverbs. He establishes our steps. So we got our own plans. But even if the plans are not what we think they are, don't get into the mindset of thinking you're being punished for something that didn't go your way. No, no, no. He has a different plan. He has a different plan. And even when you messed up the plan that he had, he's going to bring you right back.